Sports Hitters Club. Wrong. A sports fan club, that's all. He says different. He says you came on to him. He's either mistaken or lying. Why would he lie? I don't know. Grudge thing, maybe. He didn't like it that I went to his sister's wedding reception. Claimed he didn't invite me, but that's a lie, too. Vonda's ex-gangbanger brother, James, was a lot of things, including a racist, but he wasn't a liar. And the only grudges he'd ever held were against other gangbangers and white folks. I don't believe you, Lucas, Tamara said. That's too bad. Yeah, too bad for both of us if my test comes back positive. It won't. It better not, or I'll damn quick report you to the Department of Health. So I guess this means you don't want to see me anymore. Real casual, as if he'd said it through a yawn. You better believe it. Sex was all we had, and no way I'll let you dip your dumb stick in me again. Her creepy mother was listening. Tamara heard Mama say something in her deep, scratchy old voice, but couldn't make out the words. Oh, hell, he said, I know it. You were right as usual. Talking to Mama. Then to Tamara. How'd you get this number? What? What do you care how I got it? I run a detective agency, remember? Oh, I remember. My bad. I shouldn't have taken the chance with you. What the hell does that mean? Goodbye, Tamara, he said, and he banged the receiver in her ear before she could do the same to him made her skin burn hot, remembering. When she told Vonda about the test results, she got the advice she expected. Let it end right there. Good advice, too. For most women. You dodge a bullet, the smart thing is to chalk it up to experience and get on with your life. Only she wasn't made that way. He'd used her, scared her, made her feel bad about herself just when she'd been starting to get her stuff together again. She was entitled to one last shot at him. She called Mama's number again, and this time it was no longer in service. That didn't stop her. She knew where Lucas worked, and she had his home address, or thought she did because back when they first hooked up, she'd run a superficial background check on him, out of curiosity, and because he'd said some things that made her wonder if maybe it wasn't his mother he lived with, but a wife. Tamara probably wouldn't have done it if their relationship had been the kind that might turn serious, the kind built on caring and trust, but they'd both made it plain from the get-go that their only interest in each other was what went on between the sheets. The BG check had reassured her. Then, Lucas Zeller had a clean record. Squeaky clean, in fact. Thirty-four, unmarried, worked as a salesman for an electronics company in the East Bay, lived here in the city, had never been arrested or in trouble of any kind. The only mark against him, or so she'd thought then, was that he was a mama's boy. So if she couldn't get him on the phone, then she'd confront him in person. Company he worked for was Dale Electronics in El Cerrito. He'd told her he spent a lot of his time on the road, but he happened to be in his office the day she went over there. She expected to have some trouble getting in to see him, but that didn't happen. She just walked right in. Yeah, like walking into a wall. 
She'd never seen the man at the desk before. Different guy. The real Lucas Zeller. Superficial resemblance, nothing more. Dark-skinned, where her man had been light-skinned and claimed to have white blood, a fudge swirl. Round head instead of blocky, straight nose instead of hooked, all his hair instead of a receding hairline, and a smaller, neater mustache. He looked at her business card, looked at her, flashed a thin, hopeful smile, and said, Are you here about the theft? Theft? My wallet and briefcase. A month ago. That put an end to her surprise. Tight-mouthed, she asked him where the theft had happened. Bertolini's in the city. That's not why you're here? Not exactly. Damn. I keep hoping at least the briefcase will turn up. I had some...